Welcome to Sleuthing Sister Podcast. Just want to let you know that we are currently working on some big cases behind the scenes of Sleuthing Sisters Podcast. We know summer is right around the corner and what better way than to binge a great podcast. So we will be putting new episodes out very soon for you all to enjoy. In the meantime, we decided to fill the time with some missing people cases from across the country. Have you ever looked at any of the cases from across the country? It is truly so sad and heartbreaking to see so many people that are missing and or have been killed with no resolution for their family. I will be sharing this week's cases from Humble Sheriff's Office website. These cases are from California. I just want to get these out there with some hope that someone somewhere listening may have some information to bring closure to any of these families. Also, feel free to check out their website page for so many other cases that are not mentioned here. So the first person we will be speaking about is Mark Charles Burley, who was 34. His case number is 201-800-741. He was a white male and his date of birth was December 25th, 1984. City of residency was Miranda, California, and he was also considered a transient. On February 13, 2018, Mark Burley was reported missing to the Humboldt County Sheriff's, Sheriff's Office. He was last seen by a family member on the morning of September 15, 2017 in the Alder Point area. Burley is missing under suspicious circumstances. The following two cases have the same case number and involves two males. So the first gentleman is Lawrence O'Connor, age 50, and the other one is David Skids Michael Sims. He was 48. Lawrence was a white male date of birth June 11, 1966, and his city of residency was Eureka, California. David Michael Sims was a white male, date of birth December 19, 1968. His city of residency was Samoa, California. These two gentlemen share the same case number of 201-604-450. On September 5th, 2016, David Sims and Lawrence O'Connor were located deceased at a rural property in High Ampum. Their deaths were determined to be a double homicide. Stephanie Galboy, uh, 52. Her case number is 201-604-171. She was a white female and her date of birth was February 24, 1964. Her city of residency was Redway, California. On August 17, 2016, at about 9.30 a.m., Stephanie was located deceased inside of a residence on the 100 block of Redway Drive in Redway. Now, I am going to apologize because I'm probably going to mess this gentleman's name up and I do not mean to. I'm very bad with names. But the next case is a Stephen M. Caracolio. 
and he was 26 years old. He was a white male. His date of birth was July 27, 1971. His case number is 199-707-434, and his city of residency was Rockville, New York. Stephen was reported missing out of New York State. Stephen was an avid bicyclist, reportedly began a cross-country road trip, and he picked up hitchhikers along the way. On November 13, 1997, skeletal remains were located along the Eel River near the Pepperwood Summer Bridge by a CDC crew working. DNA analysis did determine the remains belonged to Stephen. Stephen's death has been determined to be a homicide. He is believed to have been murdered sometime during the night in early October. Victoria Vicky Lynn Schneider, 17 to 18 years of age. She was a white female, date of birth, September 12, 1956. Case number 197-605-703. Her city of residency was Eureka, California. Victoria Vicky Lynn Schneider was last seen leaving her home in Eureka on June 16, 1976 to hitchhike to Samoa Beach. Schneider was located, deceased, buried in a shallow grave on Samoa Beach on June 30, 1976. I would like to state that back then hitchhiking was such a popular way to get around and I know we hear a lot of stories on hitchhiking and death and stuff but it was such a different time do I believe that there were and are serial killers behind steering wheels even today yeah I truly do I truly do but there was also another case that was very intriguing and Actually, I may actually dig more into this one for a full episode, but um, it was a missing person bulletin for a mother and her two young children. Her name was Mary Elizabeth Stort. She was 32. Her date of birth was April 25, 1945. She is described as 5'4", 118 pounds, blue eyes, long, light brown hair. Her two daughters were Jessie Flo Stort and Fanny Fawn Stort. Now, what, I don't know, one thing that's weird about this whole missing person bulletin is like this, the spelling of the last names of Stort, which is interesting to me. It's like, hmm, very interesting. I don't know. I catch those like little odd things. But as per the bulletin that was posted on December 10, 1977, Mary Stewart and her two daughters left their residence near Honeydew, going to Eureka to shop. She was driving a red 1969 Opal station wagon, California license plate 456AII. According to the missing woman's husband, they were to return before dark on the same date. A report was filed three days later by Byron Stort, who stated that his wife had failed to return home. 
An immediate search was conducted along the roads in the area with negative results. On January 1st, 1978, the station wagon was located by a surveyor group on an unused logging road, one and a half miles from the Stort residence. A little weird if you ask me if it was searched. All personal items belonging to the missing woman and children were found in the vehicle, including a purse, money, groceries, laundry, and a portable TV, which had just been repaired. A search of this area has been conducted, and the searches have been unable to locate Mary Elizabeth Stewart, Jesse Flo Stewart, and Fanny Flan Stewart. And just out of curiosity, if you know, you, you say a prayer that these people are still alive today, but the little girls will be about 47 and their mom would be about 77. So there are probably chances that even the mother could still be alive if, she, if they were not, you know, something horrible happened to them, which you could definitely always say, please don't, please don't. But I just also wanted to end the this little mini episode with remember you can hold the key to one of these cases.